0: Well, good morning, everyone. If you haven't met me before, my name's Elisa, and it's my privilege to bring you the message today. Now, firstly, who here likes shoes? Ooh, there's a few hands that go up. Who here probably has more shoes in their cupboard than what they need? Yeah, now, see, no one's hands should have gone up then because you can never have enough shoes, (laughs) right? Well, today is Mother's Day. And we're going to try and combine adventure, shoes, and Jesus. Sound like a challenge? (laughs) I want to start by telling you about one of my favorite stories in the Bible. It's a little bit of an unusual one, but I love it, love it, love it. So you can find it in Joshua chapter 5, and it's the story of the Israelites entering into the promised land. So they've just crossed over the Jordan River, like miraculously. God has stopped the Jordan River from flowing. And the entire Israelite nation has come barging into a land that they don't own yet. So God's promised it to them. But at the moment, it is still under the influence and control of other nations. So the Israelites come into this land and they've now got the river behind them. So there's no going back. And right in front of them is this massive city of Jericho with like colossal walls and fortified walls and all that kind of stuff. And right in this crucial moment, no going back, enemy in front of you, God says, oh, wait, 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 wait. I want every male in the nation to have a little operation. Now, you can look up on the screen to see what that operation is in case there's little ears in the room. I won't make you have to have a conversation about what that is. On Mother's Day, you are welcome. But... Every male within the nation is now out of action. And they reckon back then it probably would have taken about four days to recover from it. That means four days of being camped in this precarious place, completely vulnerable. Now, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why couldn't God have asked them to do it on this side of the river where it was safe? Or maybe they could have done it in groups so that some people could have kept guard while other people were recovering. God's way doesn't make sense. And yet they do it. They do it his way and no one attacks them and they go on to take over Jericho and it's all good. As I look at this story, I wonder, would I have had the faith to do it God's way? There are so many other stories like this in the Bible of people who lived with such faith, who took these incredible steps And God was able to work in them and through them in amazing ways. Since it's Mother's Day, we can look at just a few of the women. Moses' mother, for example. How much faith would it have taken to put your baby in a river and not know what's going to happen? How about the woman with the jars of oil? How about Esther, Queen Esther? How about beautiful Mary? Mary who ignored social conventions and walked into a party that she wasn't invited to, to weep at Jesus' feet. As I look at these characters and the things that they do, the faith that they have, I wonder, when did my faith become so tame? When did my faith become so sensible? When did following Jesus become anything less? an adventure. Eugene Peterson says, the word Christian means different things to different people. To one person, it means a stiff, upright, inflexible way, colorless and unbending. To another, it means a risky, surprised-filled adventure lived tiptoed at the edge of expectation. If we get our information from the biblical material, there is no doubt that the Christian life is a dancing, leaping, daring life. I love that. Lived tiptoed at the edge of expectation. A dancing, leaping, daring life. And yet, I think there are two misconceptions we can have that stop us from jumping into this dancing, leaping, daring life. The first one is I think we think we adventure alone. A lot of us are told, oh, Jesus is with you, Jesus is with you. But if we're honest, if I'm really honest, sometimes I feel like Jesus is off there in the distance somewhere. Like if I squint, I might be able to see him. And he's expecting me to keep up with him, like keep following him. And I, I can't really, I don't really know where he is. And I don't know where he's been. And then while he's doing that, he's also throwing these problems and these obstacles at me that I don't know how to handle. I don't know what to do with them. And I sometimes feel like he's not, like I can't handle the things that he's given me. I just want to say, if that's you this morning who feels like that, it's okay. There are seasons that we go through where it can be hard to feel Jesus. It can be hard to know that he's there with you. And it's okay. We also have to stand on the truth and the promises that God has given us. He has promised to never leave us and never forsake us. He is a God that walks with us. I think of the story of Jesus when he walked on the water. And Peter, in a step of faith, got out of the boat to walk to him. Now Jesus didn't turn around and start running away from Peter, going, ha ha, come on, where's your faith? Stop following me. Peter, when he stopped and he started looking at the waves and the wind, and he started sinking, Jesus was able just to reach out and grab him. How close must Jesus have been to Peter to be able to do that? Even when we can't feel it, And even when we don't see it, the Bible promises us that we do it together. And you will face obstacles because we do live in a broken world. But we do them not alone. The second misconception I think we have is that adventures have to have the drama and intensity and action of a cinematic movie. Adventure is simply to venture, to risk, to dare, an uncertain outcome, an unusual experience. I believe that God has given each of us a particular personality, particular dreams and crazy ideas and deep longings. And he has placed us in a moment in time. For a purpose. There are things that he stirs your heart for like no one else. There is an unknown and untrodden path that only you can walk. A story unfolding with a part that only you can play if we have the courage to step into that adventure. We've recently heard about some people here at York Street in our What Faith series who were doing this, taking those steps of faith. People like Heather, who had a heart for kindness and generosity and families. And she took the step to ask people just to fill a box full of food with her for people in need at Christmas time. And now all of a sudden, we have 3,000 boxes being filled within Australia for people in need at Christmas. People like Hannah, who took the passions and talents that God had given her and left everything that she knew to move to a different country so she could create an opportunity for people to hear the gospel of Jesus for the first time. I recently heard someone in our congregation who has a heart to get to know their neighbours. And God's given them this idea of creating this picnic table in their front yard where they can sit and have coffee with anyone who wants to come and chat. They haven't done this yet, by the way. So if you're a builder, and you know how to create a picnic table like this, come and see me after the service, because I wanted to connect you. These kind of ideas and callings in our life, they don't always have to be physical either. They're not always projects that you go and do. People like Alyssa, who God took on a journey of forgiving someone who had hurt her, that's a hard one. I want to say too, these type of callings are not always there. Don't feel bad if you're like, oh, I don't know what God's calling me to right now, though. That's okay. These kind of things are not always there. They're not always for now. And they're not always forever. Some of us are sitting with something that God's called us to 25 years ago that actually is no longer what he's calling us to anymore. He's got something new for you but you need to let go of that first thing. There is also the beautiful adventure of following Jesus in our everyday, ordinary moments of life, of surrendering our plans and how we think the day should go and being open to the adventure God calls us to, to listen to Jesus. Mums, can I focus in on you for a little bit? There is a saying that as a mum, we wear many hats. Now, hats are boring and they don't suit my hair. So, today we're going to go with shoes. Mums, do you know how many different shoes you need to wear every day? How many roles are expected of you? See, it goes like this. We wake up in the morning and we put in our slippers, hoping to find just five minutes alone with Jesus because we're all about that spiritually disciplined life, right? As you're doing this, your toddler sneaks out of bed and spills an entire bottle of milk all over the kitchen floor. So suddenly, you need to grab your gumboots and walk into that kitchen and clean up the swing pool of milk that is now covered all over your kitchen floor. As you just finished up that, your nine-year-old walks in the room and says, Ma, I've forgotten to do my homework again, 10 minutes before school starts. So now you've got to put on your teacher's shoes and try and figure out how to change decimal points into fractions. Like, whoever needs to use that in life, but still, you need to do it 10 minutes before school starts. You get that done. You then need to race your kids to school. You grab your work shoes. Hashtag, living that boss girl life. If you don't know what that means, it's okay. You are still smashing it at your work right now, by the way. Someone needs to hear that. You finish at work, you grab your gym shoes because you need a quick workout in because our body's a temple. Our body's a temple, we need to look after the temple. Then you jump into the car and you eat an entire box of chocolates because, you know, balance, right? <laughs> then it's time to pick up the kids. So you get your taxi driver's shoes, you jump into the car and you race your kids to the 50 things they have to do after school in everywhere around Ballarat. Exhausted yet? Too bad, getting home, we're putting on our chef's shoes because we need to cook an organic, nutritious, wholesome, Instagrammable meal for our family to eat, which of course they don't, nobody likes and you end up with cheese sandwiches anyway. (laughs) You then need to clean the entire house, rest your kids into bed. Oh, and did I mention, you still need to be an amazing friend, mother, daughter, sister, wife, partner, and don't let the rabbit die. Now, add your own scenario. Because we all have crazy days. We all have those moments and those roles that are demanded of us. But what if we saw each of those moments as an opportunity, an invitation to follow Jesus? The milk that got spilled. Now you're out of milk. And we've got to go to the supermarket and get some more, which is the last thing you need today. But while you're there, you notice that the gentleman in front of you can't pay for half of his groceries. And you have an opportunity to show kindness and generosity to someone you don't know. You may never know the impact that little moments like that have on somebody. And actually, that's the difference, too, between a movie and living out God's kingdom. Is a lot of the time we don't get to see the ending. It's not always easy. What if God asked you after this service to walk across the room to someone you don't know and pray for them out loud? Would you have the courage? What if it was some stranger down the street? Does that change things? What if it's having a conversation about faith with a co-worker? What if it's listening to your grandchild talk for a whole hour about a YouTuber with patience and interest? That takes a lot of faith. (laughs) Following God doesn't always take us to comfortable places either. Following God took Jesus to a cross. Jesus, the Son of God, willingly took upon himself your brokenness, your fear, your selfishness, everything that keeps us from a holy and nothing but goodness God. He took that upon himself and he died and he rose again so we could live in freedom, so we could live together with God. If you've never said yes, the adventure of following Jesus. Can I invite you to do that today? If something is stirring in you and you want to know more, come and have a conversation with myself or one of the staff after the service. We'd love to have a chat. Or if that's too intimidating, you can scan the QR codes found in front of the chairs and make a little note and someone can get back to you. Or if you're watching online, you can email us. All the details are on the website. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2 in the message version says, So here's what I want you to do. God helping, doing it together with God. Take your everyday, ordinary life for sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around, folding, washing, doing dishes, waiting in line for coffee, picking up your grandkids' life. And place it before God as an offering. You're not just making another sandwich. You're not just signing another permission slip, having another sleepover, waiting in line for another coffee. You're living out God's kingdom in your home and your office with your friends and you rest by yourself. God's saying to you today, wake up. Wake up. Don't miss out on what I have for you, what I designed you to be a part of, what I died for you to be a part of. Don't miss out on those beautiful things that I have placed into you, those dreams and ideas that I stir in your heart. Wake up to the beautiful and precious moments I create for you each and every day. Wake up to how much I love you, how precious you are to me, how much I long to spend today with you, right as you are, right now. Have courage and do not be afraid. Come. And follow me. Let's pray. Jesus, we are so thankful that you have gone before us, and that you never leave us or forsake us. God, right now, would you stir those little adventures in our hearts? Would you give us open, listening ears to hear from you and the courage to step forward into what you have for us? God, don't let us miss out on this beautiful life that you have created for us to be a part of and to do with you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.